There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, but there's so much right going on here at MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Bradley has reached the end of the podcast. Well, we've come to the end of the podcast. No, I really have come to the end of the ones that I listen to, and there's not enough content to keep me happy. So if you guys have some like great recommendations, 651-641-1071, because I've got enough audiobooks, I've got enough TV shows, I've got enough YouTube videos, and... um you know, I'm doing the Google Hangouts with Colleen and Holly, so I've got enough FaceTime. I just need some, like, ear time. Bradley needs some ear time. If you have any great podcasts to suggest, 651-641-1071, now is your chance. And I think, you know what? Consider it a public service, because I think everybody would be looking for a great podcast right now. Right? Um, if you are uh, one who podcast and, and we do have a ton of great podcasts here i actually um need to dip into best of the nest and here's why i saw a video from our good friend marjorie oh, yeah. did you see that video uh i did not watch the whole thing but i saw uh, she's like rumbling around in her backyard so elizabeth yeah elizabeth reese and uh marjorie punnett from the old morning show here on my talk 1071 have a podcast called best of best, best to, to the, the nest, nest. Yeah. yes um, and she, in one of her Instagram videos, was talking about redoing, like, her, um, like, she's got, like, these pavers in her backyard, and she's, like, building a retaining wall. I love it. She's, that woman. And referenced that podcast, and I thought, well, gosh, I guess, and I bet you anything that Elizabeth Reese is talking about her sourdough yep. on the podcast, which I have so many questions about mine, because it's not working the way that I would like it to. I think hers didn't either. I saw a good news, bad news situation on her a sourdough starter yeah, it's... that she's been feeding every day. So so anyway, I know that we've got some good uh, podcasts uh, right here in our own backyard. I would love some other recommendations, too, if you guys have some great listens. Because you know how you just get stale after a while, oh, yeah. whether it's TV, books? 651-641-1071. Nicole is on the line. Uh, let's see what Nicole has to suggest. Hi, Nicole. What podcast do you recommend to our dear Bradley trainer? Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Oh. oh, tell me more. Well, it was recommended to me by a very good friend. It is absolutely hilarious. And when I'm listening to it and out in public, I often have to cover my face so people don't think I'm crying. Oh, um, okay. that is actually he, a good endorsement right there. So he has one guest, usually a celebrity or comedian, okay. and it's like a 
solid hour. And even the commercials are hilarious. A lot of podcasts, I just fast forward through the commercials. You cannot skip a thing. It's hilarious. Oh, okay. I'm writing this down. It's called Conan O'Brien Has a Friend. Needs a Friend. Needs a Friend. All right. I am writing it down. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. You know, and I will say, like, I, I don't know about you. I find uh, Conan O'Brien to be absolutely hilarious. And I think when he's kind of let loose and he's not in a buttoned up situation, he's even funnier. Well, I was going to say that one of the biggest travesties of our time uh, from uh, late shows, as far as I'm concerned, is oh. when his show moved to TBS. Oh, yeah. Because he, to me, was like... You know, other than Dave Letterman, of course, like Dave Letterman was the, you know, sort of gold standard. Mm -hmm. But to me, Conan O'Brien was really like the future, like the... In the year 2000. In the year 2000. (laughs) And also, the bear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we still use on our very own show. We do. And I wonder if people get the reference. So Holly, when Holly plays the... Saber dance. Oh, yeah, this... That comes from Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah. yeah. Having a conversation with my significant other the other day, and we were talking about Conan O'Brien. I'm like, man, there are just a lot of straight lifts from that show yeah. from back true. in the 90s that we have absorbed here. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. because it still is funny. Yeah. Uh, we've got Kelly on the line. Is it true that we have two Kellys? Okay, so Kelly number one. Uh, what's your suggestion for Bradley Trainer for a new podcast to listen to? Uh, me? Yeah, okay. you, yeah, sorry. You're Kelly number one. You don't okay. know it, though. I am number one. <laughs> so this one's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Oh. It's hilarious. Okay, so I... I okay. Do you have to start at the beginning of that one? Um, I would. Okay. Me. <laughs> I did start listening to it the, uh, the other day, kind of randomly by suggestion of a friend who said she was listening to it on the treadmill and, like, had to actually get off the treadmill <laughs> because she was laughing so hard. It is funny. It's just three friends sitting around, and one of their dads wrote a porno, and they read a chapter, and then they just heckle. It's, it's so interesting. It's I love it, Kelly. Oh my thank God, you that's so awesome. much. I have heard about this before, but um, I'm intrigued. I'm going to write is, that on the list. It is really funny, and Bradley, they're British, oh, which even makes better. it even kind of funnier yeah. because they have such a great sense of humor, and yeah, it's really, it is pretty funny. So that was a great one, Kelly. Thank you. Let's go to Kelly number two, who doesn't know she's Kelly number two. Hi, hi Kelly number two. Hi, how are you guys? You're still number one. Um, I'm always number one. Yes, there you go. (laughs) So, Kelly, what uh, podcast do you recommend? It's called My Favorite Murder. Oh, Uh, Kelly. So, Bradley's a murderino, Kelly. Oh, my God. It's the greatest. Oh, my God. Have you seen them live yet? You need to go see them live. I have not, but I did listen to the show when they were in Minneapolis. I listened to the podcast, and... I love their live stuff, and I can't wait to go see them. Hopefully, yeah. eventually, we someday. will. We will someday. It'll be good again. I love those two. Thanks for just like bringing them up because they're wonderful. Thank yes, you, they are. thank you, Kelly. Are they doing new episodes? Right I have. You know, to be fair, I haven't listened to an episode of their show in a long time, um, but I'm assuming they're still cranking them out. Because what what else are they doing? I mean, can we be honest? Like being a podcaster right now. I, I would say like that is a that's some job security right well, there. Well, yeah, got a microphone, got a closet. Yeah, you're good. Go. Exactly. Because people need something to do, need something to listen to, need a way to connect. Um, I did want to share really quickly. Our good friend Miss Waterman on Twitter said uh, Dateline. Oh, okay. It is literally just the Dateline show. Do you know that? No. 
I totally listen to it. Oh, okay. Because I love Dateline. And you, yes. Perfect. Yes, that's a good one. Thank you. Uh, she also said something called Strictly Stalking. Okay, I would like to know more about that. Something called I Survived. And then she also recommended that Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. So, okay, that's I'm fun. intrigued. Uh, a lady named Megan on the Twitters said she discovered a podcast uh, called Noble Blood, which allegedly talks about all sorts of fascinating royals, which Ooh. I'm all about that kind of stuff. So. That sounds awesome. This is some good ideas, you guys. Okay, thank you, everybody. You've occupied Bradley thank now. Thank you. Uh, and he can stop worrying about his sourdough starter. Yes. Wow. All right. He's so worried about it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little gooper scoopers for you. And um, we also need to revisit the quarantine of the Bruce Willis Demi Moore family. Okay. We still have a lot of questions and not very many answers. We'll talk about it after this on my talk 1071. Whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and her lifestyle brand goop on the Colleen and Bradley show, my Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. We call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. That's just what they do. Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. There's always stupid stuff on Goop. What's scooping now? Okay, so. Gwyneth Paltrow shared on her Instagram that her daughter, her 15-year-old daughter, Apple, had an interpretation of Gwyneth Paltrow's to-do list. Oh, okay. And she thought it was so funny she wanted the world to share. Because she's lighthearted and she likes to troll herself. That's what she wants you to think. Yeah, for sure. The to-do list, written in her 15-year-old's handwriting, says the following, and it was found in one of Gwyneth's own notebooks. It says, make more wahina eggs and candles. Uh, I'm sorry, candles. excuse me, what did you say? Make more wahina eggs and uh, candles. Ew. Oh, I get yes. it. Oh, so like she's like, my daughter's fun. Isn't this kind of reminiscent of something else we mentioned regarding Gwyneth and her children? Uh, maybe. Where her son talked about how he was proud of her oh, yes. like vibrator yes. thing. So... So she posts this on her Instagram, and bless her heart. Um, the thing about this is, she doesn't have to tell you what she's doing here in order for you to understand what she's doing here. Because what she's doing here is trying to say, see, my kids were really open in my house about what I do for a living and sexual health, et cetera. Yeah. It's a, it's like a reverse congratulatory thing. Yeah. So she says, Apple's interpretation of my to-do list, hashtag quarantine, T E E N. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah, that was cute. I, but I'm like, okay, we see you, Gwyneth. We know what you're trying to do. And like, be proud. <laughs> but like, it's dumb. I, I'm sorry. I just, it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Look, anything Gwyneth Paltrow oh, does on any given day of the week is going to totally me. just rub us the wrong Um, You know, again, yeah. Anyway, I thought you'd like to know that Apple apparently would like... Well, and guess what? You know what? Those Wahina eggs and those Wahina candles that her mother has produced are making her life pretty comfortable in quarantine. So maybe she does really want 
her mom to do more of that. More of what works, apparently. Ew. I don't know. I just... it's That's just... It's I, you know, I find... Uh, like, there are things that I... Look, we would not talk about somebody that we 100% hated very often unless there was something we liked about them. Right, that's true. And that's I point. think that that is the same is true about Gwyneth Paltrow. And there is a certain amount of, I don't want to say there's envy about Gwyneth Paltrow because I really don't know that I envy her other than like, you know, she can like roll out of bed and take makeup free selfies and look like a million dollars. I mean, on some like superficial level, sure. But, um, or maybe it's like the like more than one house that she owns, mm. or like oh. the fact that she has a staff oh, to man. like do jobs for her, or that she oh. has like unlimited access to natural products, <laughs> some of which I actually like and would use on my own. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, Are I you don't really. You use a jade egg? <laughs> okay. No. Interesting. <laughs> my point is, like, you know. I don't know what my point is. Sorry. <laughs> but you know what? Though? I, I do just want to double down on this. You are right. If there weren't something we found moderately admirable about Gwyneth Paltrow, we wouldn't focus so much energy yeah. on her. Now, um, the thing I do admire is her ability to hustle. Go, girl. I mean, she's a snake oil salesperson, but, but it's working for her. Yeah, she's a hustler, but she's also been very privileged and, um, you know, has has... Has she has certainly done great things. I don't want to take that away from her, but I also think that there is a lack of understanding of her own. Like, there is just a like it's all about Gwyneth Paltrow when Gwyneth Paltrow is not Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop is really a bunch of other people, right? And insofar as it's always focused on her as a person, I think that's where we earned the right to poke fun at her on a regular basis. You know what? Yeah, Yeah, that's actually a really good point because. I don't think unless you've actually watched the show, which I know a lot of people watch it and then they're surprised by it, Goop Lab, you would be surprised at how many people actually work for her because everything is a reflection of Gwyneth. Yeah. Yeah. Also, did we make the point that we we have moms? Yeah, I do. People have moms. Yep. Moms are a thing. I am a mom. Yeah. I don't want to talk to my mom about her vagina. No. Just, you guys, do you guys don't just hang out and talk about your lady parts? Can I just tell no. you, my daughter, literally, if we even allude in our like we if we even allude to how our children got here, my daughter just like says, can we not? I don't really want to talk about that. We're not even actually talking. I, I love mean, it. We've talked about it. It's not like she doesn't know. And it's not like certainly we do it in a joking manner. Um, but like if, you know, if, if Matt and I are taking credit for an adorable thing that they do or something like that. Like, Oh, we made that. Um, she's like, we don't need to discuss that. Yeah. Or you don't say like something came out of my, no. I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this. A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
something. Nope, no. She. I. Let's just put it this way. I. I don't see a scenario where my daughter would be writing a to do list for me that would have anything to do with wahina eggs or wahina candles. Yeah. And I'm a grown bleeping woman. Yeah. And right? I'm still not going to talk to my mom about just that not, kind of stuff. Just probably not gonna. Just, just don't need to do it. Okay. We have a minute and a half, but I do need to just bring this up and and air this out. Okay. I saw this article on Jezebel. Headline, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore are having a lovely quarantine. And I read through it because now they've got like their matching jammies, but they also have a picture of all of them reading the same book. Mm. Family Book Club, How to Rule from Your Couch. I'm sorry, How to Rule the World from Your Couch. Um, And they're all just flipping through the same book. Okay. Um, But who's missing in this picture? Bruce Willis's actual wife yeah, we, and their have eight we gotten, and five-year-old daughters. Have we gotten any closer to understanding why he's quarantining not with his wife? No, but I do want to throw this out there. The most recent post from her account, his wife, is a throwback photo of them on a theme park ride from on their anniversary on March 21st. So it's a March 21st was the last post. But it was a throwback picture from like 100 years ago. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, when we come back, we've got uh, D-Bags for you. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. D-Bag, trainer. Um, you guys, what? please tell me you've seen this. What? Disney Plus is my D-Bag. Oh. Specifically, the movie oh, Splash. Okay. Woof. Okay. Did you see Daryl Hannah's butt? No, no. because Disney Plus <laughs> made it ugly. Okay, so <laughs> they have a deep vault, right? Mm. That deep vault does not extend to Daryl Hannah's butt crack. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because as somebody pointed out on Twitter, the 1984 classic in which, which... By the way, I love that. That, I love that was movie. one of my all-time favorite movies. I remember distinctly still seeing it in the theater multiple times. Anyway, it is a PG-rated film, which includes a human Batuski. <laughs> and not a, actually not a human Batuski, a mermaid oh, butt. Oh, my gosh. And Disney Plus was so concerned <laughs> that your children's eyes would burn from pornographic lust that they covered up Daryl Hannah's very oh natural, non-sexual, totally human butt with the worst CGI ever. butt hair ever. It's so bad. Ugh. Like who? It is literally, <laughs> and and if you haven't seen it, Colleen, I want you to oh, describe just, for listeners. Okay. If you haven't seen it, go on Twitter. Wait, I'm going to wait for it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my oh, God, you Colleen, haven't? you're going to die. You're literally going to lose it. You might absolutely oh, lose it. Okay, so uh, it's the scene where, spoiler alert, the mermaid, a.k.a. Daryl Hannah, kisses Tom Hanks' character on the beach. But because she's a mermaid, she's naked because her fins are going to show up once she gets in the water. And she runs into the water and she has she has very long hair already as a mermaid. Duh, because there aren't mermaid hair salons. Um, her hair is super long, but it doesn't cover her butt in the actual original film. But as she's running into the water, you see her booty but not in the Disney version. There's like a whole separate head of hair over her butt. Well, no, and there's not a a head of hair. There is a filter which approximates hair from about, like like it is like the basest, basic (laughs) texture 
I mean, I can't even describe it. Com- oh, computer so animated nice. fake hair, but but the fake hair is only attached to her butt. Oh, it's so funny. It is horrible. It's awful. Can we just sit with this and marinate with this for a second? The fact that Disney Plus photoshopped Sasquatch butt hair on Dale and Daryl Hannah, but yet... You know, in the first Avengers movie, we can show violence that would probably in real life kill millions of people in New York City. Yes, but a non-sexual butt on a mermaid. And by the way, I don't know if you guys know this. I've never, I've met people who have other missing things on their bodies, but nobody's missing a butt. Oh, I I don't think anybody's, has anybody ever been born without a butt? Oh, I think actually they have, but. Okay, that was. I'm sorry, you're right. There are people who have been born without butts. <laughs> but butts are mostly pretty common. Yeah. The majority of also, people have butts. As other people have pointed out, like, have you seen The Simpsons? There are many instances of nudity in The Simpsons, albeit they're cartoonity. Cartoonity? Uh, That's a good one. But, um, but again, but... Yeah, it's Daryl Hannah's non-sexual butt, yeah. a fleeting, that somebody sat in a room and goes, oh, you gotta cover up that butt. Like, instead of actually just taking a sliver out of the film, they, they would, uh, whoever did that job should be fired, by like, the way. Yeah, no kidding. The CGI job. Like, the fear is so great that some horny person oh, is going to pause, pause the screen so they can really examine. Also, what about the schlong in, um, what's that movie with the blue schlong? What? That, that it's actually um, <laughs> Watchmen? Yes, is that a Disney movie? No, oh. and that movie's rated R. Blue okay. schlong. <laughs> I was like, there's a blue schlong. Yeah, Dr. Manhattan doesn't wear clothes because he doesn't need clothes. So he has his giant blue schlong out <laughs> okay. there, but he does censor it for... Which does sound you know, like a Disney movie. It the really blue does. Schlong. It does. Blue schlong. Starring Fred McMurray and Don Knotts. <laughs> Flubber and blue schlong. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Herbie the blue schlong. Okay, we'll stop. <laughs> Who's your D-bag? Will we? Okay, my D-bag today, I feel like we've been down this road before, but we're going to go down it again because we can't have nice things. Um, This is actually in defense of Kourtney Kardashian. So she's not the D-bag. Oh, in defense? It is. It's the online trolls. So Kourtney Kardashian, you know, she posts pictures periodically of her children. She has three wonderful children. She has um, Mason, she has Penelope, and then she has uh, Rain. Yep. Well, Rain, apparently, people are all up in arms about the fact that Rain is a little boy with long hair. What? Yeah. I don't... So she posted a picture with all three of her kids, and Rain, of course, has like a long head of hair. That's just how his hair is. And uh, many people commented... Uh, such intelligent things as, and I quote, bruh, cut your son's hair, SMH. To which Courtney, of course, replied, most gorgeous hair on earth. Anyone says, anyone who says otherwise, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, zing. You know, people are so weird. Well, also, can, like, hair aside, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. If people gonna people. Rain disics hair is the thing that's getting you animated. I don't know what to do with The thing you. that should be getting you animated is um 
Courtney Kardashian's lifestyle blog, right? Or website or whatever oh, push is actually because there's enough there is enough to go after with celebrities that you don't have to go after their children's hair length. Which is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Also, also, also. If you're a grown-ass person who's talking about other children's hair, you got issues. Also, can we can we just say like don't I wouldn't maybe throw stones at hairstyles right now. Because we all go real shaggy. Yeah, like take a look in the mirror. Hi. Yeah. You better hope your your laptop camera doesn't turn on magically. Ugh. Because we all gonna look real shaggy right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Leave the child alone. And guess what? I got I got news for you. What? Boys can have long hair, and girls can have short hair, and people can have whatever hair they want to have. And it doesn't make her a bad parent, and it doesn't make the kid wrong. It's just flipping hair, y'all. Calm down. Yeah, Sorry. It's just hair. And as my good friend Charles says, hair, hair don't, don't care. care. Um, can I also say something quickly about your friend Charles Bradley? Yeah. And for those of you who haven't been acquainted with Charles, um, Bradley is a very dear friend of Charles. <laughs> and Charles has been, I mean, this is really gracious of Charles, I think because maybe business is slow for him at Good Touch. Salon, yeah. Salon. It's Great Touch. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Good I Touch. Great that's touch. a whole separate <laughs> experience. <laughs> great Touch. Salon, uh, business has been slow, so Charles has been doing some videos for my talks, um, social media. So you can catch up with Charles there. And Charles's friend Darlene has also been doing some videos. Yeah, they're very active. But I will tell you, last night, we, your friend Charles was very funny yesterday, um, talking about his neighbor, Doreen. Doreen. Yeah, isn't it weird? He's got a friend, Darlene, and a neighbor named Doreen. I find that to be very confusing. Who was trying to social distance by wearing a toilet paper mask. I mean, let me just say this. Doesn't seem helpful. It's not helpful, but I will say toilet paper is better than nothing, which is what I've been seeing a lot of people wearing. That's true. Although I will, like, I would like to give props to the number of people as I'm passing in vehicles. Yeah. Have you noticed, since we are still coming into the workplace, um, as I pass people on the street, I'm like, oh, masks, more masks than there were. That's true. And sometimes I see people wearing their masks while they're driving. Yeah, and I want to yeah. say to them, you don't have to have it on while you drive. Although I will say, I think part of that is because I, I did that this morning. I got into my car with my mask on because I was going to the gas station and I didn't want to have to put it on and take it off yeah. in the car. So I just put it on before I left the house. Oh, and then just left it on. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I f- breathe more freely when it's off. Yeah. So even just taking it off one ear and letting it just hang there or wearing it on your neck as sort of a fashion. Yeah, but you got to be careful with that. I want to make sure that you're actually wearing it and not just leaving it on your neck. Yeah, like that, a is, neckerchief. that is a thing. Um, but yes, people, fashion masks. Um, and like I said, I mean, I, I don't know if they still have them in, but I just ordered three masks from Homespun, which is a wonderful They're sold out by the way okay so i will stop directing people there yeah. but they yes when they come back in you know try to buy try to find a place where you can buy local on those if you can because they'll come really quickly and um it's just it just is nice to have a mask um a place where you can you know buy them locally and then just have them for yourself and your loved ones um makes you feel more secure all right when we come back on the call and it's just it's recommended when we come back on the colleen and bradley show 
Um, I watched something last night that I've been wanting to talk to you guys about for a long time. It was the uh, one woman show of Fleabag that the oh, TV yeah. show on Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yep, exactly. That the t- that the show on Amazon was based off of. This is something that they've posted just for our quarantine time, and I we watched it last night. I've got thoughts I want to share awesome. with you. All right. After this on my talk one oh seven one. Thank you, Holly, for that update. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so last night we were doing that thing on the couch where you're like, okay, stop. Where you're like, what are we going to watch? What are we going to watch? What are we going to watch? And we've got like some stuff that we're watching, but sometimes you want a little variety, right? Like I was like, I want something new. I mean, especially now. Right. So um, I said to my husband, he said, oh, we were I said, why don't you go over to Amazon Prime? Because we haven't looked over there. Did I already say people are listening to the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. That's who we are. Um, Anyway, so I said to my husband, let's go over to Amazon Prime because we forget to look there when we're looking for stuff on television. Yeah. And I said, I know that they've got good shows because I used to watch Fleabag on on Amazon Prime. And he goes, oh, that reminds me. I haven't watched the second season yet. And I said, oh, my goodness, that reminds me that there's something else you can do with Fleabag. So if you are a person who loved the show Fleabag, and this is the brainchild of Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She, they won a Golden Globe for that, I think, oh, right? Oh, yeah, like a lot of them. Um, yes, she. Th- this show is brilliant. Um, and I will just say it's, you might, there, it is, there Wait, it's. what? Well, I'm trying to say that it's like naughty. It's a naughty show. Oh, yeah, show. sure. There's it's definitely edgy, naughty moments. Yes. So, so you know, don't be surprised if you're like, everybody says this Fleabag show is good, and then you get to it, and there's like some aggressive sex scenes. and There's no Daryl Hannah CGI hair is, over any yeah. bottoms. <laughs> Anywhere, show. Mm-hmm. anywhere, but um, but the show, the TV show, is based on a stage, a one woman show, a stage show that Phoebe Waller Bridge did, and I'd heard about that before, but of course I'd never had an opportunity to see the stage show. Yeah. Until now, we all can see it because they made a recording of her Fleabag one woman show available to stream on Amazon oh. only for about two weeks, and this. It, it dropped on the 10th. So you really only have just over a week to watch it on Amazon. So when you say one woman show, is it literally like her on stage? It is her on stage. Oh, okay. It is, it is Phoebe Waller-Bridge and a stool on the stage. Oh, like a chair? Yes. Thank you, Bradley. <laughs> She's sitting on a chair in the middle of the stage. And um, it, it's fascinating for a number of reasons. Okay, so first of all, you, if you've seen the show, you will recognize the storylines of this one woman show. It's just about an hour and a half long. And, um, you will, the way that she is, she's such a great storyteller. So the way she tells the story as one person, you will see where storylines got teased out yeah. in the, in the season. You will, you will notice things that got left out entirely, but it will give you, and this is why I loved it. And I was really glad I got to watch it. It will give you a deeper appreciation for what that character means and what, what the underlying sort of theme was of that two season show. Now I have a question. I have an answer. Do you have to have watched 
the one with the thing and the thing. I would say no. How and do you the, do this? The, oh, okay. Just so do it? Yeah, you just do it. It's $5. Um, and at least for the first 24 hours, those $5 were a donation um, to uh, the National Emergencies Trust, NHS Charities Together and Acting for Others. So, um, but they will continue also to to raise some money to help actors who are out of work right now, theater workers who are um, out of work because of the pandemic. But um, so it's five dollars and you just go to Amazon Prime and you can download it and watch it. Awesome. Um, You will get it for 48 hours. So you don't have to watch it all at once. But like I said, it's like an hour and a half. It's almost silly to not watch it at once. But you don't have to have watched the series. And in fact, actually, I wonder what that experience would be like to watch it without having watched the series because that's where it was all born it seems like it might actually be a good idea to watch that first and then go watch the series yeah yeah i mean i think either way you'd appreciate it so like you're not ruined if you've already watched the series that's good to know yeah but it really i I just she is so brilliant though as a storyteller she's brilliant that entire show was like deeply meaningful in a very dark way um, and you see the seeds of it in this stage show. I'm always, and I'm also a person who, when I hear something is a one person show, I, my immediate reaction is I'm going to be bored. Yeah. Not if the person is a good, I mean, I, I really marvel at people who can do that well. Cause it's not an easy thing to do. It's a separate right. art form. As far as I'm concerned, like being able to, cause you're not just like sitting up there reading stuff or you're not just acting a part. You're, you're, you have to be in control of everything Yeah, and you and, have to be able to keep the story moving just in the body of one human. And she really is such a gifted storyteller and her physical humor is such that you, she's got really wonderful timing. Like there's a scene in this one woman show, Phoebe Waller bridge doing the one woman show of Fleabag, which the entire series was based on. There is a, a scene where she takes naughty pictures for a boyfriend. Okay. Right. Um, and she's fully clothed as she acts all of this out. And that is funny in and of itself. Right. So she's like literally wearing pants. Is and it kind of stand up? Yes. And no. Like, does it feel like she's delivering no. a monologue? No, it, fe- it feels yes. No, not like a comedy monologue. Okay. It feels like a person who's telling a story with some physical and there's like, um, it's interspersed with other voices, but they don't play large roles. They just help advance the story forward. Interesting. A little bit. And there's some sound effects and um, some different lighting that will help move the story along. But there's this part of the, the story, and you'd remember it from the actual TV show, where she's taking naughty pictures for a boyfriend. And then she does this moment where she's scrolling, and she doesn't even have an actual phone in her hand, right? So she's like miming this whole thing. Yeah. And she puts the her hand up like she's looking at the phone and the scrolling that she's scrolling through and reacting to these fake pictures that are not in her hand or on her imaginary phone. Right. It's all acting. acting. But the way that she will hold it an awkwardly long time, like just even that choice is so funny. I, I just think she's a genius and I I want people to be able to see this because I think it's also really supportive of. The arts. So again, you're just talking about going to Amazon. That's all you gotta do. Amazon Prime Video. Yep. And what do you look for? Flea. Just look up Fleabag, Flea and okay. you'll see it. It's it's right in that. You know, you'll see the TV show, but then you'll also see this the the one woman show. Okay. With Phoebe Waller Bridge. Did you watch both 
Did you watch any of that show? No, Brian? I watched none of it, and I don't know why, because, in fact, I love British television. Um, I love um, Olivia Coleman, who I know is in it. I also love the the guy um, who plays the priest. The hot, the hot priest. priest. Oh, he's so hot. He uh, has been in a number of things, but also he played Moriarty in um, the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock. Oh, yeah. Holly, you because you actually recommended it to me, and I watched it shortly after that. It... Bradley, I would put that on your list. All right. Because it just is, it's a meaningful show. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I'm actually surprised I haven't watched Me it. Me too. Well, I'd be curious to hear, and I would, I would highly recommend if, and, you know, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but I would recommend do, you know, at least watching the stage show. Yeah. How long in is the it? Next, it's like an hour and a half. Okay. That's not bad. It really isn't. And it will, it will, you know, you'll have to get, it's sort of like when you watch Parasite and you have to get used to the subtitles. Yeah. You'll have to get used to the fact that you're watching a stage show on your television sure. and that you're not in the audience, but, but you'll get the, you'll get the gist of it. All right. Um, and it, and like I said, like a portion of what they, they earn from this streaming opportunity will also help some charities that are helping actors who are currently out of work. Look, anything um, to change up our, um, television habits at this point, because oof. We are finding some stuff. It's rough out there, right? It is rough out there. It's I hard know. to know where to land in the world of streaming television because there's so much. I know. It's true. But I'm telling you, this is a great supplement to another really wonderful show. And you could just ease right into that. All right. Um, this is the Colleen and Bradley show. When we come back, we want to ask you, what is the new Amish behavior you have picked up? <laughs> what? No, I'm serious. Amish? You turning butter? Yeah. Do you making your own butter now? Did you did you make bread for the first time? Is there a new needle trick you're turning? Needle are you trick? raising any barns? Yeah. What are you doing? What's your Amish skill that you've picked up during quarantine? 651-641-1071.